Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 11. So, I get these flashes in my head of my time being in the house with my uh, daughter's mom. And this is this is more of a divorcee kind of focus versus the kid side of it. But it's just something I want to share because I do want to go more than just the parenting side of it. And... So, I, I am always curious how far I should go on the things I say here, or how much input I, or how much detail or whatever I give. Um, so, but anyway, I, I say this because, again, I hope this stuff helps or like somehow puts things in perspective for anybody listening or somebody in a breakup or divorce or whatever it is. Like, the whole original intent of this, intent of this was literally a single dad or dad going through a divorce or whatever and so i i had got <laughs> how do you how do you start this so the ex i guess like we were never really married blah 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 it was just a shit show from start to finish so that's why i stumble around how to talk about it but this person my daughter's mom had gotten me this very nice pair of oakley's and I won't go into the rabbit hole of how I got them or just the shitty, shitty way she went about or the reason why. Oh, some of this stuff is still like, it's not like hard to talk about. It's just like, what details do I want to give or what is it you want to hear? How much of a rabbit hole do you want me to go down and just some of the shit show shittiness of the situation? But anyway, so I got these Oakleys and they're a really nice expensive pair of Oakleys, whatever. And I was getting ready to run this ultra marathon. And it would, I think it would have been my first one. My first, maybe my second, but I'm pretty sure it was the first one. And I remember at one point saying, during an argument or during a situation with her, or whatever, that part of the reason I was running was for her. And in the moment, it felt like one of those moments where you say that shitty thing to keep the person or to manipulate them or whatever. But that literally wasn't my intent. There was like a piece of me since she had known me as a runner, being a runner, and the little connections that had happened at the time through running is it wasn't meant as a manipulation tool or anything. It was literally like trying to find... Like, I thought running... And again, without rabbit holing on how great it was to get out of that and what a bad situation it was for me and how horrible, horrible it was for me. But, you know, you're in the moment and you're wondering what's the right thing and then you're looking at this person who you just don't recognize and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, so I had said that to her. And again, not as a manipulation piece or a control piece. It was literally like, this is something you liked about me or noticed about me or recognized or told other people about me or whatever. And so I was using my running as a way to try to get her to notice me. Like I was literally running for her to say, whatever happened, wherever this went off the rails, where you started acting this way and treating me this way and doing these things, like, do you recognize this piece of me that you don't just hurt all the time? And so with these Oakley glasses, I was trying, I was going to wear them for this race. And it was like, I want you to see me doing this incredibly cool thing, regardless of how I did, even the fact I was willing to attempt it. How many people like step up to the line of an ultra marathon and say, 
whether I run a 5K or 60 miles, I'm putting my feet down and I'm, I'm going to freaking go for it. And, and I wanted to wear these glasses so badly. And I wanted them to, to be on my face as I was running. And again, just this like, these are the glasses you bought me. This is the race I'm running. This is the person at some point you didn't treat this way. And the glasses, like they didn't, they were broken some way, shape or form, but they had a warranty on them. And I recognized like months in advance that these things were broken in this way. So I sent them in to get fixed. And I remember just this weird panic. Like I am raising my daughter alone. I am dealing with literally the worst situation I've ever been in with a human being or not a human being. Like this was just a shit show from start to finish. I'm going through all this stuff. I'm literally in the middle of all of these things while training for an ultra marathon. And all I could think about is please let these glasses come in. Please let these glasses come in. Please let these glasses come in. And I just, I couldn't figure out why they weren't coming back like months. And, and I got so focused on these glasses that it was literally like almost like a, a childhood moment of that thing you sent out for on the back of a cereal box, checking the mail every day to see if they showed up. And they didn't make it in time. And I remember thinking, that's why it's not going to work. That's why this is broken. That's why if I had just had the glasses. And it was it was this like internal panic. And, and it was just these stupid glasses. But I say this because I, as I was packing up and leaving, and again, without going into all the details of how she kept a bunch of my stuff and did all these things, whatever, it is what it is and shit I don't have to deal with so she can get rid of it and I won't even know it. But I wanted to make sure to take these glasses or I thought I did or I couldn't tell if I wanted to keep them or take them or not. And to me, it's just like, and again, the story behind how I ended up getting these is just horrible. But there was also like a piece of it that was like, well, I'll just sell them or I'll do something like screw you. Like these glasses literally cost more than the shitty wedding band I bought. And so it was just like, I, I want them. And I, I, I was like, I forgot them. Like I left them there and all of this and her being a crappy human being and blah, 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 blah. And then a week ago or so, I was cleaning out a closet, trying to like keep rearranging, getting rid of stuff, just sort of decompressing my life. And there they were. I I'd, I'd literally had lived in this other place for two years. I had looked for them. I had found an Oakley box that didn't have them in it. I found an empty Oakley bo- uh, like case. So I had the, the box and a case, but no Oakleys in it. And I was just like, oh, my God. And so then that's like you feel that thing. You're like, I should have just taken them to screw her, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, those were mine, and I should just smash them or sell them or something. Like, But I left them there, and then I let it go. I was just like, uh, and every once in a while, I'd get these flashes of just horrible, horrible memories of this person and these situations I was put in. And then I found these Oakleys. And it wasn't a punch in the gut. It wasn't a like, oh God moment. It's just the memory of that time, the memory of that moment, that memory of literally telling this person, like, I'm running for you. And everybody like, no, you're not. Blah, blah. And then I just spiral and you're just like, no, well, no, I kind of am. Like, I really am just trying to get you to notice me and figure out why you're just got so horrible and mean. And, and then so it kind of, with these glasses showing up, it was just this moment of like, oh, that, that was a really bad memory. And I'm not saying this because or sharing this because I have a solution to it. They're literally sitting here and I was like, I'm just going to talk about it. I'm going to do a podcast on this. I'm just going to share this moment because 
I I don't know what to do. And like, they're really nice sunglasses. And but part of me is like, oh, I don't want them. Like, I literally just like we split up like the wet quote unquote wedding gifts. And we had all these like stupid fancy martini or whatever. It's almost like she bought ordered them or put them on the list so we could divide them in half. Like just these crappy, stupid, idiotic glasses that we didn't need. I didn't want, but that's what you were supposed to have or whatever was going through her head. And I started selling them on eBay and I actually sold a couple. There's no remorse. There's no this like, oh, those were our wedding glasses. Like nothing. These are just stupid freaking glasses that got divided down the middle. And so I'm looking at these glasses and I don't know what to do with them. And again, the reason I'm sharing this is for anybody who's out there who might have that similar object or that similar thing, like... I don't have words of wisdom. I don't have like a big like aha moment. I don't have the I held on to my high school girlfriend's blank picture, love note, whatever that just kind of like reminds me of this time or whatever. Like these are all just horribly abusive memories and and they sting and they hurt. But also it's like, what do I do with these glasses that I thought I didn't have to deal with anymore or sparked this memory that sparked another memory that start, sparked another memory which you know again I may share some of this one day I'm just I'm not sure what my point or where I'm headed with this other than like if you have that thing like it's just a thing all this stuff is just things and I've been thinking a lot of the memento mori like you know I could leave at any time and it's like I'm trying to condense things down so that when my daughter looks through the stuff that's in her home it's not just like geez my dad had a lot of crap like i have a friend right now who she's her dad's moving into a retirement home and it's like they literally just have a giant metal garbage thing that they're just throwing his life away in. and i don't mean that in a sad way it's just all this stuff that you just keep all this shit that's just piles up and is there and for whatever reason you can't get rid of and literally he's sitting there so it's not like he's died he's not in the retirement home but his kids are just taking shit and just throwing it away. Like, lit like we're not even going to try to sell it. Like, your life, the, the things you've collected in your life are worth so little. We're willing to pay a crap ton of money to have a giant garbage truck delivered to throw your life away, to pay money to have somebody come pick it up and drive it away. Like, that's not a cheap, it's not like a $50 Uber ride where somebody picks it up and takes it away. This thing is expensive. And it's sitting in their driveway, just this giant tonnage of throw your life away crap so i don't want these things piling up and i keep looking at stuff like i literally and it goes through phases where i have these books where i can't get rid of these books i'm not going to get rid of these books i love these books why am i keeping these books and then like they slowly start to go into different piles they slowly start to go into different thought processes and slowly like and when they're gone they're out of the mental space they're taking up way too much mental space getting to the gone point but they are slowly starting to get to the gone point. And so like, I just kind of envisioned my daughter coming into the house and it's like, I would rather have her look around and be like, oh, my dad doesn't have a lot, but here's the things that meant enough for him to keep or a purpose or a point or a something to this stuff. And I, and I talked to her about getting rid of stuff and how I wish I hadn't accumulated so much stuff so I can try to like instill these thoughts or these ideas in her where she doesn't do what I did, where you just buy crap because like, apparently that's what you're supposed to do. It's like, no, like, have less and just be comfortable in your home and not have it crowded and cluttered and making noise and distracting you. And so anyway, so as I'm looking at them getting rid of stuff, I don't want my daughter to walk through my house and just be like, oh, I'm going to throw my dad's life away. Because, and again, not in a crappy way, like, please, if I have all this crap, get rid of it. 
it's not most of it's not worth it's worth more to pay to get rid of it than it is to try to sell it like just let it go but i also don't want my daughter to have to look at her dad's life and just think i need to trash this man's life like i need to get like look at the crap that he just accumulated and how sad it is that his life are these things i now just throw away like that's not the legacy i want to leave and this all comes around to these stupid oakley sunglasses and a horrible horrible memory and like that remembrance of thinking this object this thing this this stupid nothing that would have meant nothing to this other person was actually really hurtful insulting how they came to me and and somehow a part of me at one point thought they might help repair this thing and i guess if i'm trying to get to a point where i'm trying to sum this up or i'm trying to make it make sense or be helpful or somehow work in the world of the world you live in is just like what is this object in your life what is it doing for you is it helping you is it harming you and this isn't a marie kondo kind of thing of like does this bring you joy like no it shouldn't bring you joy it's a freaking thing and i hey okay as i expand on this so i had this little gold watch god i'm sorry if i told this story so i'll tell it quick in case i did but that my dad gave me when I graduated from boot camp and it was supposed to be the watch I got when he died. Like I remember saying like, when you die, I want that watch. Like that was the only thing I wanted from it. And who knows, like as a kid, it sparked something in me about this is my dad. Like whatever it was, I thought it was cool. He had a pocket watch, like blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I just wanted that pocket watch when he died. And that's literally, I remember saying to him like, I don't care about anything other than that watch when you die. Just lock that away in your head. And and I mean, I was young when I claimed that thing. And he gave it to me when I graduated boot camp with a little inscription in it. So this watch meant a lot to me. And then I gave it to like a girlfriend that meant a lot to me. And she carried it with her. And so when we broke up, she was kind enough to give it back, blah, blah, blah. And then with all these interactions with my daughter as a baby, it ended up in the watch somehow and totally destroyed. And it was just fine. Like I now had something I had, not now. Like, I mean, there was this person that more, more to me than this gold watch that i was like hey when you die that's the one thing i care to have and now it's just destroyed and it just doesn't matter because the person or the situation or the person that led to the situation however it was it went from point a to point b involved my daughter and it wasn't worth reacting to my daughter i look at a stupid broken watch and i look at my daughter and i think well it's a stupid broken watch i love you dad and i don't need this watch to prove it nor do i need to know you gave me this watch to know you love me like it was maybe it would have turned into a family heirloom so it would have been somebody else's trash to have to carry throughout generations whatever it is it's better that it's gone because it also helped in that moment teach me what mattered was my daughter which again these oakleys they might be doing the same thing they might just be like here's a horrible memory from this horrible period of your life and I've got you. I didn't need this other person. I didn't want this other person. And then I start to think, maybe I wasn't running for her. Maybe I was running for my daughter. And ultimately, maybe I was running for me. Maybe me being the example to my daughter is what put one foot in front of the other, was what helped me finish an ultra marathon, which did these things that didn't require to wear the glasses. And I'll just share this quote unquote cute little story. So I'm running this ultra marathon. And it's a 3.21 mile loop, just a circle in the woods. <laughs> like it was just eight hours. You had eight hours to run as many loops as you could. And then when you get to the end, if you didn't think you could make it a final loop, there was like a quarter mile out and back trail. You could just kind of run back and forth on and they'd give you like this little half a straw to 
every time you went out and back, and then they, however many straws you collected was how many out and backs you got, which, you know, ended up being an extra mile, two miles, whatever, which, you know, in an eight hour race could make the difference of winning or losing or, you know, beating a personal best or whatever. And I was going out and back, out and back, out and back, and just eight hours of running, and my body was just, it was, it was dropping on me. Like, I was going, I was fading fast, and I started walking, and my daughter with her mom was standing on this like old train depot thing she's standing there looking down at that and i'm walking and just like like kill me can somebody just call this like i can't stop running i'm not gonna give up i'm i mean i'll stop running but i'm not gonna stop moving just please end this please somebody tell me this is over and i'm walking and i just hear my daughter dad aren't you supposed to be running <laughs> And I just looked at her and I smiled, probably the biggest, best smile I'd had since she'd been born. Like, just my life had been horrible from start to finish with this person. And not my daughter, but the person who was with her. And and I just looked at her and I was just like, complete and pure joy. And I don't know, I in my head I remember saying, yeah. And then like, I just started running again. And again, I don't know if I ran one more time or two or three or four or zero. But I started running again because my daughter just said, aren't you supposed to be running? And it's like this part of me, like, it's almost like in that moment, I just said, fuck the sunglasses. Like this, the sunglasses weren't going to fix it. Like it was something to focus on. It was something to distract me. It was something to think maybe, maybe if you see me being this person that you now despise, like maybe that spark is there. Just didn't matter. And I didn't want it. I mean, at the end of the day, I just didn't want it. And had it somehow worked out or figured out, I would have just got stuck in a bad situation that I didn't want to be in for longer. And and it all just boils down to finding these Oakley sunglasses and coming to these conclusions. And so, again, trying to find these a nugget of wisdom or something to share, something to make this ramble worthwhile is, is if you're holding on to something or you think something arbitrary is going to be the thing that fix it or is going to make this come together or make it work in a situation you're in, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or a family member or at work like if you think if I can just get this thing it might figure it out and if you're on the one on the receiving end of that if you're on the one being made to feel uncomfortable you're on the one trying to save this thing with somebody who obviously most likely probably doesn't want to save it with you what are you trying to save what are you trying to fix what are you trying to drag out or draw out or make this other person see because if you have to work that hard to get them to see whatever it is you want them to see in you that makes them extend out this situation, it's probably not worth it. It's just look at it, see it. And when I think about getting out of it, and I still struggle with whether or not I made the right choice, not for me, getting away from her for me was absolutely amazing and saved my life. Like it was so, so bad. But it was also like for my daughter like should i have stayed should i have endured and i have those moments i'll i'll probably always have those moments i don't know if anybody in a divorce situation that was as bad as mine would ever not have those thoughts but i also like listen to these podcasts and stuff and i was listening to one just today where she talked about how she listened to her mom and dad just yell at each other and fight and how stressful it was and how horrible it was for her and my daughter deals with stress she deals with it back and forth she deals with you know two completely different parenting styles and viewpoints on life and stuff but I've gotten better at talking to her because of the situation. I've gotten better at staring around things instead of having vitriol and anger of this person just 
berate me on a daily basis come out in my communication to my daughter. And so I do think, and again, I'll always have moments of wondering or curiosity, but I do believe it was the right thing. And had these sunglasses somehow drug out this horrible situation for an extra six months, 12 months, 10 years, if somehow something had come together because of all of this, it would have been for the worse. It would have been worse. And so when you're going through this stuff or you're trying to save it or fix it or whatever, I'm not saying things aren't worth saving or fixing and that's a whole other conversation because I do honestly believe some things are. I do honestly believe that some relationships are worth fighting for, but if you're the only one fighting, then I mean, fight all you want. You're just going to be swinging into the wind until you pass out or the other person is just, you realize wasn't there the whole time you were fighting and then it just seems silly. So I don't know. I could go on forever about all this stuff. So I just wanted to share that story. Hopefully I made it come together or make sense or spark something in you in some way, shape or form. But yeah, this stupid pair of Oakleys got found in the closet for over two years, like two and a half-ish years. I thought they got left there and got to a point where I didn't care and now I mean I could get like 70 bucks on eBay for them and they might <laughs> like fine here you go somebody else take these this monkey paw off my off my back and you know go have your fun with it but uh yeah I don't know. like I said I could keep rambling and sharing random thoughts about this but I hope you're doing well I hope this week finds you well if you're anywhere in the uh midwest-ishy area um, I hope you're enjoying the cooler weather. I actually enjoy it and find it nice. I love fall. My daughter loves fall. And uh, it's nice to sit outside with a little fire burning and a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and just chill. So um, I hope you are doing well. I hope this finds you well. Thank you, as always, for listening. And I hope on some level, somewhere, somehow, this, this helps because that's the whole point of doing it. Thank you. Goodbye.